Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. At Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. Your morning starts now. It's the Q102 Jeff and Jen podcast brought to you by CBG Airport. Start your trip at CBGAirport.com. And now that you've heard most of the day's news headlines, it's time for some of the news that didn't make the news. Would you leave a job you love for a job you hated for a substantial raise? Also, where exactly do you eat dinner? It is Friday, the 17th of May of 2019. We're Jeff and Jen, and here it is, your news that didn't make the news on Cincinnati's Q102. I have some very good news on the job front here, guys. 87% of people say they love their job. That's wonderful. How many? 87%. Wow. That's high. That's fantastic. However... That does not mean that they would stay there if someone drove a truck of money up to their house. And not even a big truck, it turns out, because listen to this. While 87% of people claim they love their job, 41% of people say they would leave that job they love to do a job they hate for the right price. Oh, they don't mean it. I don't think so either. They don't, they, they don't know what they're thinking. And what How exactly? Much money? How much money? Yeah, that's what is, I was going to say. Are we doubling their salary? No. No. Tripling, quadrupling? We're only giving them an extra $15,000 oh, a year. And oh. is that gross or net? Gross. Uh-uh. Uh, nope. No, guy, no, it's not worth it. I would take <laughs> less pay to stay at a job I love. Like if they came and they said... We want you to still work at Q102, but we can only pay you X amount of dollars. I would genuinely have to think about like taking the pay cut to stay here because I like it so much. Mm-hmm. Did you hear that, Mike? <laughs> I know. I'm sitting here thinking. <laughs> I'm a lifer, you guys. They're going to kick me out of here. It's fine. <laughs> That's already been established. Yes. Uh-huh. I don't want to go anywhere. Now, let's put this in perspective. Let's talk real numbers here. The survey found the average person would be fine with being miserable at a job, however, they got to be making at least $77,000 to be able to tolerate that misery. Uh, I don't think that's a big enough. If so, they're saying for 50, so if they were making 62000 to 77000 that's not that big of a leap. Yeah. Wait till they get that first paycheck and then they'll say, that's all I'm getting more? <laughs> right. <laughs> to be well, miserable and, here. Don't oh, yeah. you feel like if you're happy and at work, it trickles into the other parts of your life? Like, you I know, do. when you're stressed at work and you go home and then there's stress there, you're just like, oh, my God. but it's if you're happy at work and you can take that with you, 
You know, but that's it. You know, imagine if you're in a job that you love, you're making $62,000 a year. That's pretty good money. And you love your job. And somebody says, what if I give you, what if I bump you to 15, what if I bump you to $77,000, a $15,000 raise, but you got to leave the job you love and do something you hate. We're going to put you in the basement with people who hate you. Yeah. Uh, 41% of those people said, yeah, they would take the raise. Oh, man. But Um, I would do it if it was for like, if there were stipulations, like you have to do this for two years and then you can go back to your old job. Or if you, you know what I mean? Like if they said in order for you to be able to stay here, do this for a year or two, and then you can come back. No, they don't offer that option. Mm. And I will tell you, to put in perspective where people's heads are at, 54% of folks say that they believe their current salary is not only low, but unfairly low. Wow. Especially now in this economy. All right. Could the dining room table go extinct in our lifetimes? We are at a point now where three quarters of us grew up eating dinner basically every night at the dining room table, but that is down to 48%. In other words, the majority of people no longer eat dinner at the dining room table. And if you're wondering where we're eating, 30% of Americans say they eat on the couch. They eat dinner on the couch. I mean, I have a dining room that has a dining room table in it. We used to eat at it twice a year, Thanksgiving and Christmas, <laughs> and we don't even do that anymore. I mean, that table is just, that whole room is just sitting there. Yeah. Does it have a table in it still? Yeah. I mean, there's a table and a tea cart and an antique stove, and well, that that's makes, about it. That makes me feel good, Jeff, because this new home right now that we're doing in Oakley, we eliminated the dining room. I think that's smart. Mm-hmm. For a large open kitchen living room zone. But you have a place to sit in the kitchen to eat, Yeah, right? there's a giant island with a bunch of you know, stools room or whatever. For chairs for like four. Always feel confident on your second date. With help from the Plastic Surgery Group. Schedule a consultation at 513-791-4440 or at theplasticsurgerygroup.com. Surgery has an art. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. Four to six people to sit there. So our supposed formal dining room is our playroom for Penelope. It has all her toys in it. Yeah. Um, And then we have a table that's like right next to our kitchen that we do sit at every night and eat as a family. Mm. Wow. We do. And that's because of her dad. He's always been like, we have to do this. Do this together. Yeah, Yeah. that's okay. That's good. I will tell you, though, when I go looking at new homes, newly constructed homes, and if I see a dining room, I just think to myself, that's going to be wasted space. Yeah. I mean, that's one beautiful thing about the house that I'm building is it's got... One place for a table, mm. you know, and it's right goes living room, kitchen, and then there's a table. There's no In between. Yeah, it's yeah. Just we'll sort of be there all, all the together. time. We'll be there all the time, right? And that's not that different than my place, where I live in a townhouse. So you have the kitchen, and then you sort of have a living area. So there's no room for. Well, I mean, I guess I could put a table there, but I prefer to make it more casual, more right. laid back. I right. do have a front room. If you've ever seen, you've been to my place, yeah, and. 
you can kind of use that for any purpose you want. I've got a couple of chairs and a table and a bar back uh-huh. there, a small bar back there. But, you know, you could conceivably put a table and like a breakfast table or something. And yeah. eat. Kind of like nice, a cafe table, yeah. Yeah, a nice floor-to-ceiling window, and it, it kind of goes up yeah, two stories. So there's some flexibility there. And I think that's just how a lot of home builders are moving. I think that's where they're moving. Uh, 30% of people say they eat on the couch now. They eat dinner on the couch, a third. Only 12% of people ate on the couch growing up. But those habits are changing. (laughs) This is kind of funny. 17% of people say they eat in a bedroom. Only 6% of people did that growing up. I love eating in bed by myself. I can't tell you the last time I did that. One of my favorite guilty pleasure times. (laughs) And fewer and fewer people are cooking every day. Only 20% of people now cook every single day. Times are changing. Mm-hmm. All right. And let's talk about social media for a minute. When we look at America's habits, either you don't use social media or you use all the social media. Because this study found that 98.5% of people who use social media hit up at least four different social media sites Every day. And the ones we are most likely to use in order. Facebook, YouTube, WhatsApp, Facebook Messenger, Instagram. And then Instagram. Instagram's fifth. I expected that to be higher. Followed by Reddit, then Twitter, then LinkedIn. Wow. Now, if this survey is right, then people are having sex with new significant others way before they're sharing something even more personal and intimate, and that would be their Netflix password. Because in today's day and age, when it comes to relationships, the average person does not trust a new boyfriend or girlfriend with their Netflix password. (laughs) You have to have been dating at least six months Oh, wow. Yeah. Six months, really? Right. I love that you'll hop into bed together, but you won't share each other's Netflix (laughs) passwords. Do you think that's because they don't want them to see what they're watching? Or do you, I mean, are are there enough things on Netflix that you would be embarrassed about someone knowing that that's what you did in your spare time was watch that show? Wow. You're watching Ancient Aliens again? (laughs) I I don't know if I could date you. I think it has to do with the password, like the actual password, because if you break up or something like that, usually multiple people share the same Netflix account. So changing the password every time you give it to an ex or something like that. It yeah. would be challenging. You know what mm. I mean? If all of us were sharing the same network password and then Jeff broke up with somebody and then Tim and you, he'd be like, oh, my God, stop giving out the password. Yeah. Well, I didn't share my HBO Now password until just recently. And Kristen and I, well, we're still in a new relationship. We've only been dating for nine <laughs> years. Did she ask you for it before and you said no? Well, she she and her youngest daughter, Ingrid, had asked me. And it's funny because I ended up sending it to Ingrid. And not her. <laughs> Which I meant to send it. I meant to send it to Kristen too, but. Yeah. But way oops. to go, Jeff. But when Sunday night came around, she's like, oh, wait, I need your HBO Now password. Ingrid goes, it's okay. I got it. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, so man. they're not coming over and watching at your house Game of Thrones anymore? No. Oh, bummer. Are you hugely disappointed? It's okay. Are you going to watch Sunday night now just out of curiosity? Might you just... 
I tune in. Or I don't know that I can be up that late. Don't do can it. Can you just tell me what happens next day? Okay, that'd be. Cool. I will tell you everything. John and Darla. If I'm here, John and Darla make it to the top. <laughs> if I'm here, if I okay. make it in. Yeah, if you're here, I John is already plotting being out on Monday. Just so you know. We're just going to have to, you know, sometimes, I mean, don't we have a mental health day? Don't we have some, what, what is, what are those called? Personal days When you something? have to take a day because you need, you, you, you Yeah, they call it mental health day. I don't is, know if we have that, them. I don't think we have them here, but is they that what exist. they're called or are they supposed to just be personal days? I think that, you're supposed to just call in sick. I don't even think we get personal days. Uh-uh. Mm. Some companies do that though, don't they? Yeah. You're either vacation or sick here. Yeah, but they're also very flexible where we don't have personal days per se or mental health days. We sort of don't have a cap on sick days. Correct. I think as long as you, you know, can somewhat demonstrate you're sick and you're not abusing it, they don't. Yeah. You just got to log it as a sick day, right? I believe so. I mean, it, it, I think it's within their stipulations, too. Like, if you are out for a week because of something. Like, hey, buddy, we're going to need a doctor's note, pal. They're going to need to know that you really do have the flu or excessive strep throat or whatever it is. Yeah. Right. Yeah, this Sunday with uh, the big Game of Thrones series finale, uh, Monday will be a federal holiday for many. Not really. For a but, lot of people. But don't be surprised if you're shorthanded at work because according to this poll, 10 and a half million people are going to skip work either by calling in sick or using a last minute vacation day. I mean, we might really need like some group therapy come Monday. You know, getting together with other people who are experiencing the same kinds of feelings and reactions to what happens on the series finale. Well... Uh, is there a shrink or someone that we can have on Talk to uh, moderate a group therapy session for those who are <laughs> well, you know, feeling I the a, loss? I have a friend, have a friend who, who's a shrink. Didn't we have a therapist on before? Our My life friend Debbie. Coach? Deb, yeah. Yeah, Deb. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so we maybe. We should call her. And, and the question is, is this for people who are just sad to see it go or for the people who are outraged because that's the big question will those who watch sunday's finale will they be satisfied or will they be outraged because this petition to redo season eight this is not going away the petition to redo season eight with so-called competent writers passed the seven hundred thousand mark last night they were they originally wanted one hundred fifty thousand signatures They've passed 700,000 now, yeah. and now they're shooting for a million signatures. Why not? Go big. I don't think it'll make one lick of difference, of course. And these two guys, these writers, they're going to be writing the next Star Wars series. Uh-oh. Well, get ready to be disappointed. Get ready to be all upset about that. I'll be starting Someone's, a petition if there's a problem. Someone's going to get their head cut off. Oh, at least. Maybe more than one. With a lightsaber. Ooh. <laughs> Clean. <laughs> exactly. Clean cut. Hey, good news, guys. The United States is not the drunkest country in the world. We're actually number two, close number two. Uh, They asked 124,000 people, and they found the average American gets drunk 50 times a year. And the only other country that overindulges more than that is the UK at 51 times a year. That's the average. So the average American is getting drunk once a week. Yeah, almost. Wow. Yeah, the worldwide average is actually 33 days. So Americans get drunk about 50% more than that. Um, let's see. UK is a little more drunker than we are. US, followed by the U.S. 
Canada, not that far behind us. Australia, not that far behind. And then uh, it really drops like Denmark uh, is 42 days a year. India, 41. Ireland, 41. Uh, that kind of surprised me. Too. Hmm. Aren't they known for like getting waste or fasted? Well, I'm Irish, so I'm letting my own personal baggage get in the way. Well, that there's, is, there's more Irish people in, in the United States than there is in Ireland. So oh, it's maybe, just a simple yeah. math. Thing. But that's how our numbers are going up by uh, all these yeah. other people from other countries right. drinking. Yeah, Mexico averaging 38 days a year, blitzed drunk. When I went to Vegas for the first time a couple of years ago, we made friends with this couple who was from the Isle of Man, which is this little island between Scotland and Ireland. And, you know, I, I'm always interested in what other folks perceive Americans to be. So it's like, you know, what do you, what do you think? And their first thing they said was, you guys do not know how to drink. You guys are (laughs) wussies. Really? We can't hold it. No, just like we don't like they, when they drink, they drink. Wow. We just have a beer with a burger. They're like going to get hammered. Hmm. That was, that was their answer. When I asked them, but it looks like we're second. They're first, we're second. They asked Americans what their favorite beer is. And the number one is from the Netherlands. <laughs> Heineken. In fact, uh, the top three favorite beers, according to this beer survey, the top three are all imported. Heineken, followed by Guinness, followed by Corona. Heineken, Guinness, Corona. Wow. Yeah, the first domestic beer on the list, number four, is Sam Adams. Then Budweiser, Coors, Blue Moon, Miller High Life, Bud Light, and Corona Light rounding out the top 10. All right, switching from beer now to Taco Bell. Taco Bell just announced they are opening a new luxury hotel this summer. What? What did he just say? Taco Bell Luxury Hotel. Yes. They Taco go together. Bell is opening a new luxury hotel. So I get to sleep in a bed of cheese, shredded oh, soft man. cheese. <laughs> Or are the beds shaped like taco shells? Oh, and you just like slide in and, and stay there? And the blankets look like the bras. We saw those oh, that burrito blankets. Yes. yes. I bet they have those. It's called The Bell. It's going to open in Palm Springs, California for a limited time starting on August 9th. And what will they have at the Taco Bell Hotel? Well, they're going to have a hell of a lot of Taco Bell food. I can guarantee you that, including <gasps> test items that you can't get anywhere else. Oh, wow. Are they going to have Fiesta potatoes? Maybe. That's my favorite thing there. I do love those. That sour cream cheese potato combination. It's such a weird combination to get at Taco Bell because a lot of people don't get them, but it's they so just good. don't know what they're missing. And then you need to take one packet of the hot sauce and just put it right on top. Uh, let's see. They'll have a gift shop with Taco Bell merchandise. And a salon that will do Taco Bell-inspired nail art, haircuts, and braids. Wow. Nail art? Isn't that interesting? Now I have to click on this story. Now, there's no word on how much the rooms will cost, but I did say it is considered a luxury hotel, so they probably won't be cheap. I don't know how much those Taco Bell-inspired beauty services are going to cost either, but if you're interested in going to the Taco Bell Hotel or just known as The Bell, reservations are going to open up next month, and they're probably going to go quickly. Where is it at? Palm, Palm Springs, Springs, California. Wow. Were you just talking about possibly going there in a future vacay, Josh? Kristen brought it up. She's, she's brought it up as a possibility for maybe next winter. There you go, buddy. So 
We'll see. Thanks for listening to the Q102 Jeff and Jen Morning Show Podcast, brought to you by CBG Airport. Start your trip at CBGAirport.com.